Thanks for joining me on Hungry to Learn. My name is Birga. I want to talk about a subject that might be a little bit of a sensitive one. I know it is for me, and I certainly bring this forward with no accusatory tone, with no ill will or ill feelings toward anybody that I've ever been employed by. But it's a conversation I want to have, and I especially want to encourage those of you that are in leadership in ministry organizations to consider the things that I wanted to share with you today. I've been going through the process of uh, figuring out what comes next for me professionally. I am in a season where it is time for me to make a transition, and I have been keeping my eyes open for what God has next for me been applying for a number of different jobs and trying to consider the possibility of starting my own business as I've had some opportunity maybe to make some connections in the realm of business and government and the faith community, etc., and what that might look like. So I'm still a ways off from all of that, still praying and trying to get some clarity But here's one thing that I have become very painfully aware of over the last number of weeks as I've been on this uh, professional next step journey. In looking back at all of my employment opportunities over the last decade or even more, I think I've shared with you on past podcasts that I have primarily worked for ministry. I have been a teacher at a Christian school. I have been on church staff. I have um, worked in Christian radio. There has been a number of different jobs that I have had all under the umbrella of ministry. And I will tell you that every job that I have had has been pretty poorly paid, or at least it's been paid at a fraction of what a similar position would be paid were it a secular employment in a secular agency. I know this topic has been covered with a very uh, highly viewed TED Talk by a gentleman named Dan Pelota. Now, he's coming from it, not from a faith-based perspective, but just comparing and contrasting how we view and value things happening in the nonprofit world versus the corporate world. And I was able to find the transcript of his TED Talk, and, and the, the talk is from back in 2013. And if you've got the time, I say go back and watch it. It's about 19, 20 minutes long. And again, his name is Dan Pelota, and the theme or the title of the TED Talk is The Way We Think About Charity is Dead Wrong. I want to share with you just two paragraphs out of this transcript to kind of emphasize what I've really been struggling with and to encourage you to think through it. So these are Dan's words. He says, So, in the for-profit sector, the more value you produce, the more money you can make. But we don't like nonprofits to use money to incentivize people to produce more in social services. We have a visceral reaction to the idea that anyone would make very much money helping other people. Interestingly, we don't have a visceral reaction to the notion that people would make a lot of money not helping other people. You know, you want to make $50 million selling violent video games to kids? Go for it. We'll put you on the cover of Wired Magazine. But you want to make half a million dollars trying to cure kids of malaria? You're considered a parasite yourself. And we think of this as our system of ethics. 
But what we don't realize is that this system has a powerful side effect, which is it gives a really stark, mutually exclusive choice between doing very well for yourself and your family or doing good for the world to the brightest minds coming out of our best universities and sends tens of thousands of people who could make a huge difference in the nonprofit sector marching every year directly into the for-profit sector because they're not willing to make that kind of lifelong economic sacrifice. Business Week did a survey and looked at the compensation packages for MBAs 10 years out of business school. And the median compensation for a Stanford MBA with bonus at the age of 38 was $400,000. Meanwhile, for the same year, the average salary for the CEO of a $5 million plus medical charity in the U.S. was $232,000. And for a hunger charity, $84,000. Now, there's no way that you're going to get a lot of people with $400,000 talent to make $316,000 sacrifices every year to become the CEO of a hunger charity. How is that for a powerful thought process? I am astonished at how we devalue the people that are the ones working in the nonprofit sector, and I would say even especially those working in ministry. I have really, really struggled over the last years, but specifically over the last number of weeks of trying to understand what I'm worth. I'm not even talking about what I'm worth in the eyes of God, though I will tell you my past experiences have kind of messed that up too, and I've got to work that out with the Lord. But the question of what am I worth professionally when I have gone through a decade plus of being underpaid and undervalued for the work that I do, all under the auspices of its ministry. So here's where I kind of just want to wrap up this thought and just challenge you all to think through whether you are somebody who is a giver into a nonprofit or a ministry, maybe you're someone who is operating a nonprofit or a ministry, or you're someone who has the power to speak into the structure of what that might look like to place a monetary value on a position within a nonprofit or a ministry. I want you to consider very carefully what it means to honor the people doing charitable work or doing ministry work. Is it a convenient excuse to say, hey, you're doing it working for God, so you should be content with less? Maybe. Or has that just become an excuse so that we can underpay people who really should be valued at a much higher level for the work that they're doing? I know many, many people who I've worked with over the past years who are incredible professionals, whether they're graphic designers, whether they are program coordinators, whatever it is that they might do, they do it at a high level of professionalism. And had they been employed in the private sector, they would probably be earning three or four times what they're earning working for ministry. I don't have a solution to this right now. I'm just putting it forward as some food for thought, as I tend to do, because these are things that I wrestle with, and I'm hoping that other people might get an opportunity to think through them and wrestle through them, and maybe some of you become the generators of the solution to these problems. So thank you for listening. Thank you for considering how you might be part of the solution. And as always, thank you for listening to Hungry to Learn. You can always find more at hungrytolearn.com. You guys have a great day.